0: Welcome to the Wonder Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Frank Stapon. This is the fifth and final segment on the series of What Americans Can Teach Europeans. This one is about defending American culture. If you missed the previous episodes, it's about defending American foreign policy. Number two was defending the CIA. Number three was defending the American smile. Number four was defending American ignorance. And so now we're defending American culture. This is one of my uh, popular articles on my website, so I'm just going to share it with you because who the hell has time to read it anymore? Again, this is addressed mostly to Europeans because the Europeans would often say that this stuff. So, here we go. Snobby Europeans love to say that Americans have no cuisine, no culture, no history. Now, let's refute this belief. We'll begin with food. First, Americans brought hamburgers, and Coca-Cola to the world. The French, and many others, will immediately sniff and say, that doesn't count. Really? And foie gras does? That's a dish that is prepared by force-feeding a poor duck. Now that's really classy and sophisticated. Big Macs start looking like haute cuisine. Moreover, America's unique cuisine doesn't end with a cheeseburger and a Coke. We've either invented or popularized banana splits brownies buffalo wings cheese steaks corn dogs cotton candy corn on the cob donuts fried chicken fudge garden burgers grits hot dogs ice cream cones jello macaroni and cheese mashed potatoes onion rings pancakes peanut butter and jelly sandwiches pecan pie popcorn popsicles, potato chips, rice crispy treats, root beer float, the shoe fi pie, sloppy joe, submarine sandwiches, and of course, the Twinkie. Now, not only does this list prove that Americans have plenty of dishes that are uniquely ours, but this list also explains why we are so incredibly fat. Obviously, American cuisine isn't the most nutritious cuisine on the planet. The point is that we have invented plenty of dishes. Besides, it's impossible to find any national cuisine that is 100% healthy. Since the Japanese live the longest, they have arguably the best diet around. However, even the Japanese eat plenty of deep-fried foods and white rice. And they often wash it down with beer or sake. Yes, Americans have one of the least healthy diets on the planet. On the other hand, I've never found a country that can make salads that are as delicious as the ones you can find in California. Finally, America is better than any other country at welcoming and eating exotic food from all over the world. Try finding a non-Italian cuisine in Italy. And by the way, as a side note, I didn't write this in the article, but... I just, it came to mind that the Impossible Burger and other vegetarian uh, meat-free options have been developed in America, and America is actually leading the charge, along with Israel, to develop um, animal-free meat. So, you know, lab-cultured meat and that kind of stuff, which if you haven't heard about, you probably will at some point. So that's another innovation in the area of cuisine. Getting back to the article. The other insult that Europeans like to fling at Americans is that we have no culture. Really? That's funny. Because it seems that no other country does a better job at exporting its culture than America does. It's hard to go anywhere on the planet and meet people who do not know about American music, television, books, movies, sports, and cuisine, which includes the fast food that we invented. Cultural snobs will say that that doesn't count and that that's not real culture. Well, who decided that? Why is the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark not as culturally significant as Schindler's List? They're both masterpieces, and they both happen to be directed by the same American. Is Michael Jordan not as important as Roger Federer, the Swiss tennis player? Is Elvis less important than Mozart? If American TV is so bad, why do I see it in every country I go? It's hard to go anywhere and not see the Discovery Channel. Every country copies American Idol and other popular TV shows. The world copies American culture. The copying of American culture is so pervasive that most people who complain about globalization are really complaining about Americanization snobs insist that all this is low culture. First, that's ignorant and subjective, but let's play along. If you want high culture, quote-unquote high culture, then consider American writers such as Mark Twain, Fitzgerald, Agrawal and Poe, Thoreau, T.S. Eliot, Kerouac, Tennessee Williams, or consider American fashion designers like Ralph Lauren, Calvin Klein, Levi Strauss. Or American visual artists like Giorgio Keith, Pollock, Warhol, Rockwell, Ansel Adams, and the sculptors of Washington, D.C.'s monuments. American composers such as Irving Berlin, Scott, Scott Joplin, Philip Glass, George Gershwin, John Williams. American chefs like Emerald, Natalie Dupree, Alice Waters, Julia Child, Anthony Bourdain, and American architects like Julia Morgan, Buckminster Fuller, Frank Lloyd Wright. If you admire skyscrapers, remember that Americans were the first to make those too. In short, Americans have culture in both the high and low flavors. Finally, the last put-down that Europeans lobs Uh, that Europeans lob at Americans, is that Americans have no history. Quote, unquote, you have no history. You're such a young nation. You're nothing. You just were invented yesterday. Well, sadly, this insults the Native Americans more than anyone else. Tell the descendants of the Incas, the Mayas, the Aztecs that they have no history. Tell the Native Americans in North America that they have no history when most historians estimate that they were running around America ever since they crossed the land bridge near the Bering Strait 12,000 years ago. Several northern European nations were not even populated until 8,000 years ago. American history, therefore, is at least 4,000 years older than the Scandinavian and Baltic history. Besides, many of Europe's impressive buildings are only a few hundred years old. Boston's fenoy Hall was built in 1743, and that isn't much younger than many of the Europeans' most treasured buildings. The dirty little secret that few Europeans will talk about is that many of their quote-unquote old buildings were recently constructed from scratch. For example, Warsaw and Dresden look like old cities, but all their buildings are younger than Disneyland. That's right, younger than Disneyland. Although Eurasians were better at documenting their ancient history than Americans were, it doesn't mean that Americans don't have any history. It just means you have to look a bit harder, but it's there. At best, a few European countries claim that they started in the 7th century, but many were, they were born around the 11th century. However, those quote-unquote nations were fragile and had far more pronounced regional identities than national ones. They weren't like modern nations today, but rather fiefdoms and small territories clumped together in a quasi-union. Even today, European countries are more regionally focused than nationally focused. In other words, 500 years ago, European nations were not much different than the American nations of the Aztecs, Incas, Comanche, and the Sioux indians just like europeans native americans had a hierarchical government languages and culture it's incredibly eurocentric and ignorant to argue that american history started with the arrival of the europeans yet that's exactly what many europeans implicitly do when they say that america has no history That's like the Turks saying that European history started when the Ottomans invaded the Balkans 500 years ago. The Slavs would be furious to hear that. The Turks displaced, killed, and mixed with Slavs just like Europeans killed, displaced, and mixed with the Native Americans. Some Europeans backpedal out of this argument by saying, oh, wait, we're not saying that the American continent has no history. We're just saying that America, the country, is young and doesn't have any history. And your country does? Apart from Iceland, America has the oldest government in existence. Most European countries formed new governments and new constitutions less than 70 years ago. I hope this shuts up the snobs throughout the world who keep spreading the stupid idea that America has no cuisine, no culture, and no history. Although I've been picking on the Europeans, other people are also guilty of promoting this idea. Even Americans do it. It's time we educate those who are ignorant. In short, I'm not asking you to like American cuisine, culture, and history. I'm just asking everyone to stop believing that we don't Have any. I guess I should read my conclusion, and this is it. Europeans are right to criticize America's foreign policy and the CIA because both can be aggressive and unfair. However, let's give the American empire credit for being the most benign empire ever. Let's also admit that the CIA doesn't know and control everything. Similarly, Europeans have a fair point when they say that Americans are fake, ignorant, and a a little bit lowbrow culturally. However, when compared to typical Europeans, we're not that bad. Pass this on to anyone who tries to argue otherwise, and tell them that a half-French, half-Chilean person wrote it, someone with no American blood in him. Europeans have much to teach Americans, which is why I have written a 740-page book which captures the lessons that Eastern Europe can teach us. However, this article series is for Europeans so that they can learn a little bit about America and have a more realistic perspective on the United States. Lastly, do Americans have five criticisms about the Europeans too? No, we don't. Just one criticism that we have. We wish Europeans would catch up to the rest of the world cultures by being a bit more open, warm, friendly, and smiling. Have a nice day. I hope you've enjoyed this five-part series about what Americans can teach Europeans. It's a break from my traditional podcast that I've been doing, but I felt like occasionally mixing things up a bit and let me know what you think. Go to wanderlearn.com, click on the episode, and make a comment about the episode that you listened to. And I love hearing your comments. If you have questions or concerns, go ahead and message them to me. You can email me at ft at If you want to support my crazy efforts at traveling the world, making podcasts, making videos, and doing all the things I do, go to patreon.com slash